1: Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Business Supply Chain. Uh, this is uh, Noor Hadi House, and I have a very special guest today, Eric Wilson. He is an innovator, author, and speaker, uh, particularly in the space of business planning and forecasting. Eric is also a director of Thought Leadership at the Institute of Business Forecasting, or
2: IBF. Thank you for being here, Eric. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of this podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about the predictive analytics for business forecasting and planning, which is the title of the recent published book by Eric. But before we get started, Eric, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your
2: professional background? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I've spent, I always say, way too many years Uh, In this and related fields, I've been probably 30 years as a practitioner, uh, working with various global organizations from a lot of different industries, a lot of different sizes. And I had roles in those companies, uh, a lot of transformational type of roles where I put together predictive analytics teams and analytical teams, mostly to support supply chain demand planning type of functions. Uh, And that's what I did. Recently, the past year, I kind of uh, put that hat down and put on another hat as the Director of Thought Leadership for the Institute of Business Forecasting. It's actually a membership organization to grow the field and industry as itself. So I took on the role of really help promoting best practices and being the liaison for people in the field and what exactly is going on and what's next. And one of those things is predictive analytics, which is the reason I wrote uh, and released the book about that.
1: Cool. Eric, uh, let's start from uh, my uh, fundamental question here. What, what is the predictive analytics and how does it differentiate with uh, a traditional uh, business forecasting?
2: Yeah, great question. When, when you're looking at predictive analytics, what really separates it from traditional uh, forecasting, let's talk about traditional business forecasting first. That generates is within your own four walls. That is looking at your own sales data inside your four walls, looking mostly time series type modeling, finding those patterns and projecting those patterns forward. So it's really still, even though it's forecasting, you're still driving, looking in your rearview mirror. What makes predictive analytics different and where we see a lot of companies progressing, to, going towards predictive analytics looks at more and different types of data. So you start looking at external data sources and bringing those external data sources in and a lot more data to be able to plan off of as well. It's also looking at new and different types of modeling. It's going into some of the machine learning type of modeling and and intelligent forecasting and AI, but it's looking at different ways of modeling and different ways of learning from the data. The other key difference though, is it's more forward-looking then as well. Opposed to just driving in the rearview mirror and looking at your time series model and projecting that going forward, it's trying to find those true drivers. It's trying to find what is actually driving your business, understanding the whys, and, and finding true leading indicators. That makes it more forward-looking, makes it more predictive, which is why predictive analytics is going kind of different from the traditional type planning a lot of companies have been doing for years now.
1: And how do we use uh, predictive analytics to solve uh, forecasting issues and drive an overall business value? Could you please share some success story about how this works?
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the examples, I mean, we just saw, you know, COVID It's a global pandemic that's impacting everybody right now. And and it's actually driving a lot of people more to more of the predictive analytics, because what you saw is the time series data trying to project what's going to happen as a new norm is almost impossible with the data sets that a lot of companies have. Mm -hmm. Being able to look outside of that and find drivers, understanding consumers, just geographical for one example. We now have, you know, three or four different vaccines available in a lot of different regions here in the United States. A lot of different states, uh, you know, regions within the uh, boundaries as well. Being able to look at Those as leading indicators of markets that starting to open back up and be able to plan accordingly is very impactful for supply chains as they're trying to position inventory, as they're trying to see the impacts of consumers coming back to, you know, retail establishments, being able to utilize those as leading indicators help plan for a supply chain. We're also seeing it on the e-commerce side as well. We've had an e-commerce boom boom over the last few years and more and more businesses going towards e-commerce. You can't plan the way you did traditionally. You can't look at a brick and mortar and and and, and you know plan for when a retail store is going to buy from you and then they're going to put it on a shelf and they're going to sell it to the end consumer. That, as far as supply chain, has totally changed now with the advent of e-commerce. Predictive analytics, we're seeing a lot of companies being able to utilize that to be able to plan using different types of looking at comments, looking at dynamic pricing that's occurring, and bringing those into a forecasting and supply chain capabilities to be able to sense and respond. And it's being able to, as far as improvements from traditional demand planning, we're seeing anywhere from a 12 to 25, some as high as 30%. Forecast improvement by being able to looking at these external data sources, new ways of modeling, taking away the latency in the forecasting process, be able to sense and respond even quicker. So it's helping across the board, and we're seeing a lot of you know great success stories going towards predictive analytics. Awesome. What is
1: your recommendation to the business leaders on how to start to use
2: a predictive analytics approach? As far as how to start, I mean, it's most things you, you, you start with where, what you have, what you know, you build those small wins and you build upon those. I mean, that's the same thing for any type of implementation you're going to be doing in business. It's yeah. no very really difference here from a predictive analytics approach. Well, what I recommend is you, you start with what you have, what you know, and you build upon that. The key tenets of any process is people process technology. It's even more so here. It's going to be people process analytics and technology is the only way. Now add that one other aspect to this. From a people aspect, you're going to need the right people. You're going to start looking at the skill sets of the people. And it's not always the analytics side as well. Make sure you have to look at the soft skills there as well because. You, you have to be able to explain what you're doing. You have to understand what the impact is of the business as well. So it's not only the, the technical analytical skill set you need, it's also the soft skill sets you need. But you will need to start building out some of those technical skill sets with inside your organization as well. From the processes, look at the data you do have. I mentioned that people first stuck in when inside their own four walls. You'd be surprised how much data outside of just here's my orders and sales, other types of, Data you have within your own four walls, you start can integrate into predictive analytics. You do have, you know, C- uh, CRM type of data. You have customer service type data. You can start looking at. You have other types of data sources inside that you might be able to try to find that are causal and maybe more leading indicators that you didn't realize as well. So start looking at your internal data sets and finding relationships, finding new ways to model, bringing those into your current processes as well. The last piece we talked about is technology. You do have to start looking at your technology platforms as well. And there's a lot of great systems out there that can start enabling predictive analytics. There's bold ons to current advanced planning and ERP systems. There's BI tools that allow you to help visualize your data that can actually do some modeling as well. So you no longer are tied to just your legacy systems. There's other types of bolt-on systems you can do to integrate into your current advanced planning and current, you know, ERP type systems that will actually are best in breed niche type products that allow you to do some of this predictive analytics as well. So look there as well. So Roy, people start looking at your skills process internally, start looking what you can do internally technology, look to see what can enable it. Build that capabilities now, and then build upon those incrementally as you go. That's really what you're looking to be able to do. Find that first win, build upon that and there's a lot of great first wins you have inside your organization you can do,
1: yeah, <clears throat> interesting. Okay, Eric, so uh, in the beginning, we talked about your recent book titled uh, Predictive Analytics for uh, Business Forecasting and Planning, right? So what is exactly the key message that you would like to share with, with your reader?
2: Or well, thanks. thanks for that introduction to my book. Uh, as, far, as far as the key message, uh, Demand Planning 2.0 or Predictive Analytics, uh, what we're talking about It's not a evolution. It's more of a revolution and it's, it's, it's going to happen. You can't avoid it. I mean, we've reached the point of critical mass where Mm -hmm. it is inevitable that you're going to see these changes starting to occur in demand planning, in business forecasting, in supply chains and being it's inevitable. If you're still doing things the way you did it 10, 15, 20 years ago, you are already behind you need to start looking at what is the future of these fields and what are what's your competition doing right now so the key message i would say that it's inevitable we need to start working towards it when you're actually looking at what the book is then about and what i'm presenting i'm presenting the kind of the fundamentals and foundational aspects of predictive analytics and business forecasting and you know some supply chain for anyone that's been in the field for years, just getting into the field, or looking to see exactly what's next. This isn't a mathy type of book. If you're that data scientist that wants to really build models and, you know, work in R type situation, I'll be honest, you're going to get something out of the book, but this may not be the book you're looking for. This book's going to lay the foundational people Place um, you know, foundational components of what exactly that business forecasting supply chain is going to look like going forward. It's going to give you the foundational pieces from the people side what skill sets you're going to need, what's it going to look like, how to develop and build a culture inside your company, what's a predictive analytics function look like in the future. It builds those pieces, it looks at the process pieces. How do you build a process from a, you know, Understanding those components that go into a model, how to look at different types of models and how to how to understand exactly what the inputs, the process, the outputs, how to be a storyteller with this data. It goes to the technology sides as well. And it talks about what to look for in a technology provider, what to look for to enable this. It also talks about modeling in it as well. I have a whole section that talks about modeling. Once again, I don't get overly technical in it. I do give the foundational pieces to talk about neural networks, decision trees, uh, different types of uh, models that you could utilize. And I give the introductory approach to them so you can understand it, take it away, start utilizing some of the components tomorrow, and then also find out what you need to go uh, learn to go forward so that's really what this book's about it's laid out I said it, it's a great uh, introduction to where we're going and a great message for people who are in demand planning to take forward to be able to be ready for the future
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. awesome all right okay Eric uh, I think uh, I still have a couple of questions but we are running out of time so thank you so much for today uh, Eric uh, thank you for joining us uh, take care and Bye for now. Well, thanks for having me.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.